Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and the Ticket app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back to On the Block. He's Strick here, Austin Orman. You're on the block. We are streaming today because the Kansas City Rolls are going nuts on 93.7 FM on the dial. Barn burner, zero, zero on the floor. <laughs> they're going nuts. That's that, that that's uh, a happy day for you. At least they're not getting blown out. So, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the transfer portal. And, and um, you know, one of the ones that did not surprise me, um, I watched last, last year Gashed. In, in the four three, and I, I I've still been trying to figure. Out, I, I think the three three is not a good fit for him, uh, for this particular individual that jumped into the transfer. And that is Stephen Wynn. Uh, um, seemed to have the quickness to get into the gaps when you're looking off of the, the you know, because you you a lot of times got to be head up, mm-hmm. uh, maybe in half of the gaps, uh, slats you know slanting into the gaps. Uh, he didn't seem to kind of get get off to be able to leverage down, uh, hold position to allow the the running backs. I mean, not running backs, the linebackers to run a little bit and get you know and blitzing or drops or whatever. So to me, that didn't surprise me. Him jumping in the transfer portal, but there's more that went in there, and we're what nine away, eight or nine, yeah. As uh, Dion Pryor would have let us let us know, we're pretty close. We're closing in on it, so there, you know, there's still some room left to go. Um, tell us about the transfer portal. Any surprises there? Anybody that uh, they still may have interest in? Uh, but and what rooms we expect to see some shrinkage come from? So I'll start with the uh, win. That one's a bit of a surprise to me, just because he just transferred in last season. You know, to to be in and out the door again, at least he's a graduate transfer. So he should be, you know, eligible to play right away. That might have something to do with it. It's unfortunate because if nothing else, he was a body. He wasn't bad last year. It wasn't a difference maker by any means, but he's an upperclassman, a big enough guy to at least hold his own. So given the questions about depth on defensive line, that would have been a guy I would have liked to have seen stick around. For Nebraska's sake, because now you're relying on Ty Robinson to take a step forward that he hasn't yet and stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Nash Huttmacher hasn't been on the field a whole lot. Big body, don't know what he has to offer necessarily. Ruquan Buckley, haven't really seen on the field. And Elijah Judy, we don't know if he's playing inside or outside for sure. So there's not a lot there that you're sold on. Again, Stefan Wynn in the middle, at least he's a big body. At least he takes up space, grown man. Might not make a lot of plays, but it won't mess up a lot either. So that I think is an unfortunate, somewhat surprising departure. But you hope that whoever you know is next man up is the one that's going to step up and actually you know make some plays in the middle. Yeah, um, it has to be something to it. It has to be something to it. Um, he maybe wanted to. Maybe the style didn't fit him. You know what I mean? Could be. Could be. It could be just the style. Just maybe. You know, didn't fit him. He wanted to maybe, like you said, being a grad transfer, wanted to get somewhere to where he felt uh, was a little bit. But but the thing is, you're starting over, my boy, fresh. Again. Again. Mm-hmm. So you had a frost regime. You had a change because we know that our guy here at the at the ticket, Billy Bush, had a, uh, you know, a little change in philosophy in the way mm-hmm. that they were going to do things defensively. And then you get Rule and his group comes in with a new – defense and now you got to try to go and then you're going to go in the fall where most people have already 
you know, got likes. So I can I can see him downgrading possibly. Sure. Going down a level, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a Colorado State or, you know, Wyoming or Troy. Something, Sunbelt, you know, something, something like, something that? like yeah. that. I could see that happening. I just don't see him going big time power five. Not for his third school. No. That'd be a lot. Um, in terms of where else could movement come from, I still think you have a lot of bodies in that defensive back room. I think some of the guys that are the threes and fours are probably going to start hitting the portal here. And even with the fact that they have a lot of, um, you know, need for DBs being that they're playing rovers and you need a lot of them, you know, they've five, you know what I mean? You you do, but the guys that I'm thinking of aren't, you know, miles farmer, Isaac Gifford size. It's Mm -hmm. more, more the cornerback position because it seems like, you know, Newsom and probably Hartzog have spots locked down at corner uh farmer probably at safety we'll see what you know omar brown deshaun singleton do but there are a lot of guys that are buried on the depth chart that have been for a couple years now behind these upperclassmen that again you do need a lot of defensive backs especially if there's going to be five on the field at, at all times but to me that that rover spot the way we've seen it is more of a linebacker but or a yeah linebacker yeah. safety yeah, hybrid yeah, yeah. more yeah. so than a true deep so Facts. i think you're cutting more corners yeah than anything That's else true. Wide receiver is another interesting one. Nebraska's already lost two uh, in Victor Jones and Sean Hardy, uh, guys that didn't see the field necessarily. You don't know who's going to step up in that room necessarily, but outside of Billy Kemp and Marcus Washington, Strick, we haven't heard a lot of really any other receiver. I hadn't at all. Um, What about this this change, this adjustment that they're interested in? One, um, I'm interested to see who they kind of put in that fullback position, mm-hmm. how they use it. Is it mm-hmm. only a blocking? Is it kind of working out into passes and into flats and different things like that? Are you going to want a guy that, that can catch? Um, I'm interested in that. And then I'm interested also in that hybrid tight end look and who could possibly have the size and the abilities to kind of do dual, dual double duty there. Absolutely. So Janarin Bonner is the one they had at fullback, got the first carry of the game and all that. He's listed at 6'3", 200 right now. A little taller than I would have thought, you know, for just a true fullback. Yeah. But if they can find a way to use him like, uh, you know, Yuxik from the 49ers, where he'll run the ball every so often, he's a willing blocker, can read the field well, get to that second level, but also catch out of the backfield. The, the knock on him was he wasn't the fastest guy. Mm-hmm. That plays incredibly differently when you're matched up against cornerbacks versus linebackers, mm-hmm. you know, so it should be maybe more even, if not, maybe even have a little bit of an advantage, you know, coming out of the backfield there. Maybe he's a guy that they do a lot of option routes, you know, Hey, read the guy that's your matchup. If he's outside of you break in, he's inside of you break out. Um, that's a, a versatile piece. I think they can use a lot of ways. Tight end strike is fascinating to me. We didn't get to it with Evan. So I'm glad you brought it up here. Nate Borkatcher was the best tight end in the spring game. Mm-hmm. He was. Mm-hmm. Thomas Fedoni didn't necessarily impress. He was on the field at least, and that's a step in the right direction. And Gilbert had two big drops yeah. on balls he yeah, should have caught. caught. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the the potential of that tight end room is off the charts, and you can do things with you know three tight ends on the field. But right now, there's only one guy in that room I feel half decent about, and that's Nate Borkatcher. Right. Right. Um, 
I still think there's potential targets that are out there right now that are, are still popping in the, the transfer portal, still active, is still very hot. Maybe just have them travel east down I-80 from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, there's, there's, I think there's probably about three that I've heard of. Uh, a former four-star recruit uh, out of Garland, Texas. Um, he actually chose the Horn Frogs over SMU, Oklahoma, Alabama, Nebraska, LSU, Arkansas, Tennessee. That's a treasure trove, Texas, and continue on and on. Um, is um, Chase uh, safety um, potential in Chase Biddle? Uh, DJ Allen uh, is one that might want to kind of see what goes on out there. Um, don't think that's going to happen. But the one that I'm talking about is uh, Jordan Hudson out of TCU. I think it's a long shot possibly, but that's one to maybe keep your eye on. Another former four-star out of Ole Miss, um, Taiwan Malone. Um, mm -hmm. you know, that's another one I'd probably kind of keep an eye on, especially for that interior depth that you're going to need on the defense. And then Griffin Scroggs out of Georgia. seems like Georgia is a landscape for us to be trying to dig into, but he's a former three-star guy, uh, out of Georgia, but he's another guy that has a solid, um, you know, option into the trenches, um, that we need. I think the trenches are so important for us right now. Um, mm -hmm. we still need to shrink down. We've got places to where that can happen, but I think if we're going to go after him, I think it needs to happen in the trenches. I'm absolutely with you. The, the tough part about that is that there aren't necessarily high quality guys available at this point. Yeah. You know, that, that's what makes it tough. If there is an offensive or defensive lineman worth his salt in the portal, the best programs are calling and they're, they're snatching him up or, you know, they're moving closer to home. So if you look at a guy like Scrog, you know, six, four, three, fifteen. That's a big body. Would he be more ready than Jacob Hood, for example, another Georgia transfer? I don't know. But at this point, Strick, I'm still not sold on the offensive line. I know Matt Rule mm -hmm. has said, oh, you know, that's a lot better than it showed. They're getting blamed for some stuff that wasn't, you know, necessarily their fault from last season. I haven't watched the film with the same eye that Matt Rule has. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. But what I do know is over the last couple of years, that offensive line hasn't been up to snuff. And yeah. there's a lot of the same names on that offensive line that are back again this season. So like we were saying in the very first segment, either you're banking on internal development with you know the same position coach, but a new philosophy at offensive coordinator, or you got to go get some dudes. And Period. right now to make those guys learn another new scheme, same names, a lot of them coming off of injury or, you know, Russ haven't played in a while. I'm not all that confident in the offensive line. So anything you can do to get another body that, you know, might be worth it, probably worth a flyer, but then it comes down to, who has to leave for that to happen? Because to add one, you got to lose an yeah. extra one at this point. Yeah, I lose two for one. Exactly. Um, unnamed texter nine zero nine nine throws this out, and I'm gonna sh I'm gonna shoot it over to you. Speaking of wide receiver depth, is the question: Do you think we see uh, Coleman out of Lincoln East, um, the receiver, uh, year one uh, on the field, or is he going to be a four game red shirt? year one player fantastic question he's a guy that i hope can get on the field year one on the offensive side 
looks like a freak athlete, you know, six, four, 200 something, the way he, the way he runs as fast as he is, that's a guy that can be a difference maker. I don't know what he's like, you know, in the classroom. I don't know how, how quick a learner he is. Um, I do know he's sitting out of track season due to an injury. So I hope that that, you know, doesn't flare up again this fall. But to me, if there is a spot for a guy to get on the field early, make it wide receiver. Mm -hmm. You know, if he's that good an athlete or he has that good a grasp on the playbook, you can throw him out there pretty much, you know, no harm, no foul. Offensive line, defensive line, not sold on it. Quarterback, not sold on it. But if he's that good of an athlete and he shows you that he has enough of a grasp of the playbook, you can do a lot with him. Sure. Give him a run because like we're saying, Billy Kemp and Marcus Washington are the two receivers that you feel good about at this point. You need another three or four. I wouldn't be shocked to see Malachi Coleman in that mix, but don't rush him. Make sure he's ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Last thing before we go to break, uh, tomorrow, uh, come back and join us uh, tomorrow on the block. We're going to have uh, University of Omaha uh, head basketball coach, Chris Mm -hmm. Crutchfield, is going to be joining us tomorrow at 2.30 uh, as well as Andrew Alex is going to join us at 3.30. I'm uh, going to have a tremendous lineup. Uh, we'll fill you in on some of the things. I mean, news is popping right now. Um, at any given time, the transfer portal can get even heated up and hot even more than it is right now. Things can happen overnight. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes on that. But, yeah, we'd love to hear from Crutch, what he's got going, what the vision, what the plan is up there at Omaha, um, right in the heart, in the middle of – of competition between uh, Husker red and, and uh, doggone uh, Creighton blue. So uh, I, I love to hear what his vision is. It was, it, it's good to sit down and talk to him. Congratulations. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Kenya Crandall, um, longtime Benson bunny university of Nebraska, Kearney uh, hall of famer uh, was inducted uh, last week into the uh, uh, Benson hall of fame. Incredible. Um, well done. 25 years of coaching. Uh, doing a wonderful job, getting tremendous athletes. Um, I've watched him continue to strive and work all over these years. So shout out, great competitor. Um, but yeah, we'll look forward to hearing from Crutch. But right now we're going to take a break. We'll finish it off uh, on the block as uh, old school is going to take over real soon. Um, 93.7 The Ticket. Uh, we are streaming and also on Al, uh, Allo 951. But we'll be right back after these messages.